Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jacket fans. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Uh, Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Whether you are a uh, regular listener or a first-time listener, thanks for dropping by. I appreciate you. Locked on Blue Jacket is free and available on all podcast platforms. So today we're going to continue our prospect check-in. So far we've looked at the 2019 and 2020 drafts. Today we are going to take a look at the 2021 draft. Obviously it's still very, very early in this, um, but hopefully we can check in on how our draft picks are doing, starting off with uh, the big three. So we're going to start off looking at Kent Johnson, who was named to the Team Canada uh, World Juniors roster, has since arrived and has been uh, amazing, basically everyone, since he got there, apparently. Um, apart from that, he's been having a pretty good season at the University of Michigan. Uh, I believe he's been playing top-line wing. He's got 23 points in 17 games, 4 goals, 19 assists. And on top of that, uh, between this season and last season, he hit 50 uh, career points in the NCAA in only 43 games. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think he. it's easy to look at, at Johnson and say, okay, he's the most exciting. He's the, the prospect that everyone is the most interested in. And I think that's fairly um, accurate. I think he is killing it at Michigan. Uh, I talked a little bit about how I am uh, making a bold prediction that he's going to lead Team Canada in scoring at the World Juniors, uh, and I don't think that's even particularly bold. He's uh, he's a force of nature. Honestly, uh, I've been trying to think about ways to talk about his game uh, and it's just, he, like, you watch clips, and he is playing like, like he's ready for the NHL. It's, uh, it's super exciting. I saw someone on Twitter mention, um, that they wouldn't be surprised to see him as a Cleveland monster after his college season finishes this year, um, you know, kind of doing the, the Zach Wierenski thing of finishing his college season out, and then, Coming to the AHL, uh, he hasn't signed his entry-level contract yet, uh, but I would assume that he does that basically as soon as uh, his uh, sophomore year finishes. Everyone's expecting Michigan to uh, kill it in the championships. Uh, You know, it's just a truly stacked team. They've got like seven or eight first-round picks on that team. including, I believe, four of the top five draft picks uh, in in the most recent draft. So that's uh, that's cool. But in terms of in terms of uh, Johnson on the monsters, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up. And uh, I don't know that the monsters are going to make the playoffs. Uh, they are kind of uh, looking a bit shaky at the minute. Uh, you know, the the 
team that won the Calder Cup that Sakarensky joined in 2015 is uh, a very different team than uh, than the one that's playing this season. But I could see Kent Johnson show up and. If we don't make the playoffs, then at least, you know, get some pro experience, uh, get some HL experience, and then turn up and be ready for training camp. Uh, He did not come to training camp this season because he'd already committed to uh, to going back to the University of Michigan, uh, just as Corson Kuhlemans had committed to uh, going back to the University of Wisconsin. Uh, We'll talk about him in in a minute, but uh, just to kind of sum up, Ken Johnson, I uh, I talked to Jared Brown of Draft Pro Hockey uh, not long after he was drafted. Uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, expectations for when he could be joining the NHL. Uh, and we talked about, okay, so not this season, but next season, almost definitely, he's going to be NHL ready, maybe the season after that. But I, I could see him coming to uh, Cleveland in, you know, maybe April-ish, I'm not sure when the the NCAA season finishes, Uh, helping out the Monsters at the end of their season, maybe helping them make a a playoff push, and then, you know, he's signed, he's with the organisation, trains hard all summer, turns up at training camp, and makes the team, I think is the, the ideal the ideal end to the year for for Johnson. Um, I don't see a situ- I don't see a scenario in which he returns to Michigan for his junior year. Uh, as much as it stresses me out that they just like give up on college like two years in, I can't see him choosing another year of Michigan hockey over uh, a chance in the NHL. Um, so that's. That's kind of how Kent Johnson's been doing. Uh, the short version is pretty well. Uh, he's still a super, super exciting player to watch. Again, you know, I've seen a bunch of highlight clips of him this season. I haven't been able to watch a ton of games because I don't know how to watch NCAA hockey over here. Um, but everything I do see from him makes me excited to see him in a Blue Jackets jersey. Uh, in a minute, we're going to check in with uh, our other first round pick that is in the NHL already. Uh, we're going to take a look at Cole Sillinger. First, I've got to tell you about Stat Hero. Because no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Why would you? Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind, a daily fantasy sports platform where it is you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups and winner takes all. Here's the crazy bit. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate, and you are in control of the stakes with Stat Hero. You decide how much you're going to play for. They have no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero is what daily fantasy should be one-on-one. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Once again, that is stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey for a 100% match. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, make sure you check out Locked On Now. We have nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from local experts. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. 
So Cole Sillinger, uh, far and away the best rookie on on the Blue Jackets. We have a handful of them. Uh, he was the one that I was most surprised by as well. Honestly, uh, I think he surprised everyone when he turned up to camp. And you know, we've talked about it at length on this podcast. Brad Larson keeps talking about it. he keeps trying to find a way to send him down or to cut him and he just couldn't find a reason uh, and he has been a real kind of bright spot in this season for the Blue Jackets where you know we've been better than expected but I think I don't know that we make the playoffs but if you look at you know this as a development season for our, a lot of our young players I think giving Cole Sillinger this much ice time this much opportunity on what is essentially I think going to be a lost season uh it's it's a win to win win. Uh, he's been playing a ton of ice time for Columbus. He is the youngest player in the NHL. He is the only 18 year old uh, in the NHL this season. Uh, he has got 11 points in 28 games, five goals, six assists. He's not you know Lucas Raymonding it up or anything like that, but he is still doing a fantastic job. Uh, he's playing center in the NHL, which is a really tough position to play, and he's uh, kind of been bounced around the lineup a little bit, but has made it work uh, with most lines he's been on, honestly. Uh, I have particularly liked him with Voracek and uh, Line. I also liked him with uh, Chinikov and Voracek. I'm not sure what the lines are going to look like when we come back after the Christmas slash COVID break, but hopefully he continues to grow because he's looking, he's looking like a real good, a real good player. Um, I am excited to to potentially see him on a line with Ken Johnson at some point in the future. I think his kind of steady play with Johnson's kind of explosive offense could uh, could cause a lot of problems for teams when you know we get two or three years down the line and they are both kind of bona fide uh, NHL players so that's that's something super exciting to look forward to uh yeah I don't have any problems with with Sillinger uh, I do recommend that you go read um Jeff Spoda posted an article on uh bluejackets.com yesterday talking where he talked to Cole Sillinger about you know what it's like being the youngest player in the league, how he's adapting to the NHL life. Uh, uh, it's just a really good, fun read. He seems like a really good kid. Uh, so I recommend you go check that out. Um, I would have liked to see Cole Sillinger go to the World Juniors, especially in light of, you know, the Blue Jackets not playing, uh, because I think the the argument was, well, he can help the team in Columbus, so we don't want to send him. Uh, but now it looks like the team might be out of action for... Well, maybe maybe up to a week after Christmas. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but I imagine on the 26th when a bunch of guys turn up to get tested, they will still be testing positive uh, because they need to be out for 10 days. So um, it would have been cool to see Cole Sillinger at the World Juniors. Uh, it would have been fun to see him maybe paired up with Kent Johnson, get a little bit of a preview of what we can expect in the next couple of years, but... I get why we didn't send him, uh, just, you know, in hindsight, that is a thing that we could have done. Um, in a minute, we'll talk about the final first round draft pick of the 2021 draft for us. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered 
all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs, the NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 15% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code Locked On or one word L O C K E D O N at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, where the game starts so Carson Coolman's uh we drafted 25th overall uh and has kind of been quiet compared to you know obviously Ken Johnson has been blowing it up at Michigan Carson just in the NHL I think it's easy to kind of forget Carson Coolman's as still a very good young player um he's playing at the uh University of Wisconsin Right now, uh, he came from the uh, AJHL. He has uh, played for the under-18s in Canada. Um, So far this season, he's got 10 points in 15 games, two goals and eight assists, which for a defenseman, again, is very good. Uh, Again, I feel like there's, there's not a need to rush him. I am perfectly happy for him to continue uh, on at the University of Wisconsin. I don't know that we see him... In the NHL next season, like I imagine that we see uh, Johnson, I would, it would be excited, exciting, but uh, I think he needs a little bit, a little bit more time, which makes sense. You know, he was drafted at the end of the first round. He's not, you know, a top ten prospect like Johnson. Uh, Sillinger, I think, has surprised everyone, but you know, a, a player needing more than a year, especially a young defenseman needing more than a year to make the NHL, I don't think is a bad thing. Um, especially, you know, the University of Wisconsin is a very good hockey program. Uh, he can learn a lot there. And, and you know, he's still only 18. Uh, he doesn't turn 19 until May, so we have plenty of time uh, for him to kind of keep growing. He's only 6'2", I say only, uh, so I feel like he maybe has a couple, a little bit more growing to go. He's a very young, uh, very young 18. So that'll be interesting to see how he continues to develop for the rest of the season. Again, 10 points in 15 games is uh, pretty pretty good for uh, a freshman defenseman. Um, I could maybe see him doing what Johnson does and coming to Cleveland when his season finishes at uh, Wisconsin, but I don't think so. Uh, I think probably he's a year or two away, and I think we uh, don't have to rush him. Honestly, we have a lot of uh, good young defense at the minute. I don't think there's a need to kind of rush his development, throw him into the NHL or the AHL when he's not quite ready. Uh, Again, talking to Jared Brown of Draft Pro Hockey, we talked about how he's kind of a um, a Zakarensky type, you know, with that offensive flash. And if we can develop that properly, then that could be a really a really fun uh, addition to the lineup, uh, especially when you look at, you know, Adam Boquist, who hopefully will be back from injury soon, uh, Zach Grensky, Jake Bean. We have a ton of uh, Rover defensemen, as I like to call them. So adding 
Coolermans to the, the list would be fun, but I don't think there's a rush to do it. Uh, I don't think he can help the team the same way that Ken Johnson could help the team. You know, we are lacking in scoring. I don't necessarily think we're lacking in offense from defense, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, as of, you know, six months after the draft, it's looking like that first round is is doing pretty good for uh, for the Blue Jackets, especially when you look at, uh, you know, we got Sillinger for uh, Seth Jones, among other things. Like that, that trade is looking like it's shaking out pretty well if we can keep Boquist healthy. Uh, I'm... Still, you know, I think in a year it'll be fun to look at, look back and look at Seth Jones's season versus, you know, Cole Sollinger, Adebokwis, Jake Bean's season. Look at who we draft with that draft pick that the uh, Chicago Blackhawks gave to us for the 2022 draft. Um, it should be, it should be good. Next season, uh, training camp is going to be, it's going to be fun, I think, uh, with the addition of uh, Johnson, maybe Kuhlemans, and then uh, some other players as well. It'll be, it'll be fun to see. Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of the 2021 draft tomorrow. Uh, we've got another six players to look at, including uh, Stanislav Svozil, who uh, got named to the Czechia World Juniors team, along with Martin Raisavi, who uh, was also drafted in that draft, so we'll check in on those guys, as well as a couple of other guys that uh, have been doing pretty well since the draft. Uh, but that's all I've got for today. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Uh, make sure you make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling are killing it over there. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay Locked On.